Hello and welcome to episode 311 of the Rollo and Slappy Show. Today is June 27th, 2022. I am Rollo McFlugel and with me is my co-host Slappy Jones. Show notes page for this episode will be mcflugel.com slash 311. And this will also be Get On Zero installment number 24. And we're doing something that we haven't done for a little bit is we have a guest. So mm-hmm. welcome to the Rollo and Slappy Show Get On Zero series, Esteban. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for coming on. Yeah, pleasure. Roll on I zero. don't know if that was a delay. <laughs> we just didn't give you a cue to uh, jump in, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. I've been having issues with my internet and in for a little bit, but uh, it's been a couple of weeks with this delay we'll now. This is two or three weeks going. All right, I unconnected and reconnected. We're uh, we're making donuts in front of the uh, in front of the audience, but uh, did we lose Rallo? Esteban, uh, you kind of popped into the <laughs> get so. on zero like he, he uh, out. kind of crowd. So uh, at least it was. You want to give us a little bit of your background? Things, what so. got you into Bitcoin <laughs> and where you are with Jeez. it and what you're uh, doing? Uh, yeah, I promise we don't typically have problems like this. Oh, it's all good, man. This is a. Uh, it's not a perfect system, right? Everybody clearly. Yeah, I mean, even with Zoom calls and uh, all this other stuff, I mean, it's still far from perfect. There's still hiccups. Yeah, I don't think. I don't even know if we're still recording. He has the controls. Can you hear me? No, now I can. Oh. (laughs) Were you talking? Yeah, I certainly (laughs) was. I I I lost my connection for a while for a little bit and then it popped back in but it sounds like we're kind of synced up reasonably now wait really you're not on delay anymore i don't think so all right that was pretty good (laughs) all right well uh i don't remember what was the last (laughs) (laughs) last thing you said was like introducing him and then we just cut out i don't even know if we're still recording i don't know No, we're still recording we're we're going live. We don't, we don't like, we're in it already. Oh boy. We don't Yo, start all over our sponsors again. Now all our sponsors are going to leave us after this debacle. Yeah. I'm going to have to have a really hard conversation with Liberty mugs. Yeah. And, uh, all our be, mugs are, they're going to be upset. All our mugs are really ugly too. As I was told on Twitter. I, yesterday. Heard that. I, I saw that. And I, I noticed that, uh, you were very quick to make, uh, some new merch. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thank you for the business. Thank you for the idea. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's manna from heaven sometimes. That uh, It's amazing the websites for free. Yeah. But, uh, go I, ahead. Was, I was just thinking, like, when I originally signed up for Twitter, you know, I, I came mostly for the memes. But now I feel like Christopher Columbus discovering a new <laughs> land of uh, ice and salt. Come and, for the memes, stay for the Bitcoin. It's, yep. uh, it's, it's been a wild couple of years on Twitter with just, uh, because I don't think Twitter represents real life. No. So, you don't? Yeah. Believe it or not. Uh, Seriously? Yeah. All with, right. With, with, with all of the takes from Rallo. With all of the stuff that's been happening in U.S. politics, Supreme Court the last few days. Was there news um, on that? I didn't see that. You sure? Apparently. Apparently, yeah, like okay. I have not had anyone in like my in-person circles 
whether it's friends, family, acquaintances, coworkers, bring any of this up. Um, but if you're living your life on Twitter, you would, you know, that's all that's been going on. So it's uh, what a ride. But that's not why we're here. Esteban here is a Bitcoin guy. And uh, I have already kind of asked my first question, introduced him a little bit, but since apparently you guys didn't hear me say it, because of, uh... there's nothing apparently about it. We didn't hear you. Well, we're not powered by tractors anymore on the internet, so that's your problem. And but, you're uh... gonna have to pick out the signal because we're gonna start ignoring you at some point during this episode and pretend that we can't hear you. Oh, so just kind of like what I do to you most of the time, Slappy. But anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> Esteban, welcome to the Rollins Slappy Show. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into Bitcoin and where are you now with Bitcoin and, and what are you doing with it? Yeah, um, I heard of Bitcoin back in like 2012. Didn't really pay a lot of attention to it. Because uh, my focus at the time was like still trying to rebuild my life after the 2008 crash. And, you know, you watch things like Zeitgeist and you start digging and going down rabbit holes. And I just became like a really hard, precious metals type of guy. Uh, started reading up about Austrian economics and, you know, all kinds of sound money theories. But I'm also an artist, too. And an animator and uh most of my time ends up getting eaten up by career and so kind of fades out but then when i had my business uh i was because i work with a lot of hollywood type of individuals and you know my viewpoints and their viewpoints don't exactly align and uh in 2020 i started noticing that you know friends and people that i knew um they had different different opinions and just for speaking out and saying the things that they would say, you know, they'd either get locked out of Twitter or they'd have their bank accounts frozen or their assets seized. I mean, it was pretty dark and I was just like, well, you know what? I don't want that to happen to me um, in my business. How do I protect myself? How do I protect my company? How do I protect the people that I work with? You know, because I mean, essentially whatever way the wind blows and that's the Hollywood's, emotional uh sail flapping in the wind it's like i don't want to get caught up in that noise so i was looking at you know how to transact with precious metals right how do i pay somebody in gold and silver and uh one guy i had i was trying to work with him i, I said look i'll pay in silver gave put an ounce of silver in his hand and he's like what the hell is this and then i'm like okay obviously we're gonna have some problems so then Bitcoin just kept popping up in the background. I'm like, well, all right, let's take a look at this. So in mid 2020, you know, we bought some, put it on the company balance sheet and then just really started digging in again. And I'm like, well, hey, you know, this looks pretty interesting, you know, from all the whole different bunch of uh, standpoints, right? Uh, freedom of expression, you know, protect. I mean, to me, it's like uh, being able to protect your speech, you know, in a nonviolent way. And I started buying it myself. Then, you know, I kept adding it to the company coffers. And then eventually, you know, we, we started feeling really comfortable being like, okay, we have enough to support ourselves. Uh, we're in the bull market too. So that's actually giving us a little bit of leverage. 
And in 2021, we made the decision, hey, why don't we just start accepting it? And, you know, we got a couple of clients paying us in Bitcoin. And we're like, wow, this like people, there's people who would actually pay us to do the work uh, with this asset. And then I started getting really, really interested, trying to read up as many, you know, Bitcoin books as I possibly could. And then in September of 2021, I decided, well, you know, everybody talks about how this is the soundest money in the world and you have the naysayers like the peter shifts of uh twitter you know complaining about oh it lacks utility it's uh token blah 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 and it's like well a lot of people they like to talk the talk but who's walking the walk and i've only met a few people that have and i decided to try it out for myself so in september i decided i wanted to try to you know pay some bills using bitcoin try to like buy a meal just try it out myself and i i found that it was a lot easier uh, to deal with this than the banks and then 2020 uh in december of 2021 i decided that's it i i just want to see what it's like and just started getting paid in bitcoin like 100 percent. and so i got on zero um, and I didn't know it was called Get On Zero until I met up with uh, you know guys like Brian and Epicurious at the Bitcoin conference, and I'm like, wow, you guys are actually doing the same thing too. What a what a small world! And so now I've just been like, that's it. Bitcoin's my currency. It's what I earn. It's what I spend. It's what I save in. Uh, it's it's a pretty awesome experience. Still learning, of course, but. Uh, yeah, there you go. It started off with trying to protect my speech, and now it became my uh, my native currency. So, so that's pretty crazy. That from and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like you really started getting serious about two years ago with yep. Bitcoin, right? So that's a pretty quick turnover. <clears throat> um, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't even didn't take two years for you to decide mm. to get on zero and just start From using zero to zero. Your money. Yeah, <laughs> what what was what got you from point A to point B like that so quickly? Uh, I don't know. Maybe there's I'm on the spectrum of some sorts, but uh, <laughs> I, I just, yeah, I just I just deep dived right into it. You know, just read and watched as many videos, lectures, tutorials um articles newspapers and i mean it just started making sense to me you know at least from a conceptual point but i'm also one of those people it's like I, i'm really just gonna understand it if i get my hands in it and just start working with it and you know everybody says stuff about again I, maybe it was the, the point that just kind of pissed me off or was annoying where everyone's like it's the soundest money in the world this is good you know money blah 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 but no one's using it everybody's just a hodl bro and i just wanted to i just needed to test it i needed to see for myself and yep it, it you know trial and errors of course but i'm like yeah there's no looking back there, there really isn't I'm, I'm glad you said that and i'm glad that you had that realization so quickly because a lot of us, myself included and slappy, I'm sure you can probably say the same thing about yourself is that we were, we've been talking about it for years, how Bitcoin's the best money that's ever been created and you know, all that great stuff and it's sound money and Fiat's so terrible, but for the longest time we were still using Fiat mm -hmm. and it finally 
I mean, you, fortunately for you, it, that light bulb happened a lot quicker than a lot of the uh, rest of us to be like, well, if Bitcoin really is the best money and it's going to be, and, and we're pretty confident it's going to become money, why not use it now as money? Like what's, what's stopping us? A little bit of an inconvenience? I mean. Right. Well, that's the part that I really thought was interesting because everyone's like, there's there's the conversation. Oh, this makes graving, great savings technology. I'm like, okay, oh, that's that's interesting. Well, what is it that makes it great savings, right? And then I look at like my family, you know, my sisters, my brother, and, and how they operate in life. I look at you know my nephews and nieces and you know younger people that I work with. Uh, because I employ people of all ages, right? And I get to see what it is that they're using and where their head's at and maybe have a little bit more exposure than uh, than most as an employer. Um, but nobody had any kind of savings, right? Everybody's tied up in their 401ks, their IRAs and pension plans, which, you know, after a while, when you realize too that all of that stuff is kind of a liability, you know, it's not to say that you shouldn't have it, but... Um, just the fact that it can all be taken away. And I mean, I think I'm, I don't know many other people who've read the Dodd-Frank bill. I did in its entirety and it scared the hell out of me after I finished reading that. I'm like, nope, I'm out. I don't want to be a part of this. If they can confiscate and take things away, it's bad enough. You don't have any savings, but then what happens when you really need like your retirement fund and you know, government decides to change the retirement policies and now it's no longer a tax haven. Now it's a, now they can confiscate it from you. Like that's just a double, double, uh, double liability on that part. But everybody for the most part is all digital, digital, digital. And, you know, okay, let's go back to sound money. And you know, if somebody's buying an ounce of gold or silver, I mean, yeah, it's kind of out of the way. It's an inconvenience. You got to either buy it online and wait a couple of days, or you got to go to the coin shop and, you know, pick something that you might not like, bring it back home. And then when you need it, you got to go and sell it. And, you know, that's kind of cumbersome for a lot of people and everybody's on their phone. So what's, what's a more, what's a less inconvenient way, right? You buy Bitcoin, maybe you got to wait a couple of days for funds to clear or maybe not everybody uses it and you have to sell it again. But I mean, it's a lot faster than getting in your car, driving, you know, half hour to an hour out to a store to sell your, your wares. Um, but I mean, it just, it makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And then with the, I have a lot of Gen Z uh, employees and they're all digital, right? No physical holdings. I mean, even cash is kind of a foreign concept to them. So it, it just made sense. What, uh, how difficult was it for you to make that transition? Um, I mean, it was kind of touch and go for us for, for the get on zero crew in the beginning, mm-hmm. but you know, we had a network of people basically that we were bouncing ideas off and everything. And you just kind of did it on your own. Um, you know, probably had similar tools at your disposal, but, I mean, I don't know what your friends and other people were like that, or or people you could talk to that you could bounce these ideas off. But how how difficult was it for you? Because that's one of the big uh, big hurdles for a lot of people is that they think it's it's really a difficult thing to do. Um, well, I'm the only one in my circle, like locally, that does it. I'm trying to. I mean, I 
started a Bitcoin meetup in town. So I'm meeting other Bitcoiners and, but yeah, back to the starting off. I mean, it was kind of tricky, but of course my idea is like start small, right? How can I, can I buy lunch? Right. Can I, you know, buy a coffee? Can I, what can I do? That's the, the least risky of activities. Right. And again, we're just watching YouTube videos. There's a, a guy that I, I, I found on there, Joel Valenzuela. I guess he's been living on crypto for like the last seven, eight years. Wow. And, you know, he had some pretty interesting tips like, oh, use bit refill to, you know, buy gift cards. It's kind of a workaround, but, you know, you actually get there. So I got myself a bit refill app, um, a fold app, you know, found a Starbucks card. I'm like, all right, well, let's try this out. And I did it. It wasn't hard. Uh, then like once a week, like throughout the month of September, you know, I would try to do something else like, okay, can I you know, take the wife out to the movies? Uh, can we buy dinner? Can we buy groceries? Can we pay for gas? You know, and every week we're just kind of experimenting, going online, kind of, you know, reading and watching and listening to as many resources as I could. And then gradually it's like, actually, this is not that hard, right? You get used to it. Uh, the volatility was one thing. It's like, okay, yeah, you have some dips, but what's the real problem when you have a dip? Oh, you just don't have enough Bitcoin, right? So you need to have more than you think, especially when you have, you know, price dips. So then that just became, okay, well, now let me put, instead of 20%, let me put 30% of my pay, then 40, then 50, and then eventually like 60, and then all the way up to 100. I'm like, yep, this is it. And, you know, it, it's a slow and gradual process. I did have a friend, though. Um, he wanted to try to do the same thing. And I said, well, hey, that's great. You know, I can pay you in Bitcoin, but maybe you should start small too, you know, uh, just, just take the misses out for a burger or something, right. You know, just get used to it, get comfortable with it. But he decided he wanted to go all in on the deep. So he tried to pay off a credit card bill with his Bitcoin. The only thing he told me afterwards was, well, uh, I found some stuff that I didn't know before that this is a lot harder. And I, I've now discovered a new way to piss my wife off. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that that experiment for him kind of uh kind of died and you know he's out now and um it, so that was just kind of my my entry point is just hey you know start small you don't have to jump in you know right from go i mean you got to get used to it it's like if you're going to the gym and you're trying to squat you know 500 pounds but you've never you know squatted in your life and it's like it's it's not practical you got to start off slow start off real small and then, you know, gradually build up, you know, your strength and tolerance and build good habits. Yeah. I like that point because a lot of us in the get on zero movement, uh, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, we were very strongly opinionated about, you know, dumping fiat and going all in on Bitcoin. And I think people sometimes see that as a, you know, zero to 60 in a 10th of a second where right. it's like, yes, we're, we're telling you where we think you should be, where people should be. But like you said, you're not going to walk into the gym and start throwing around 500 pounds. Um, yes, yeah. it takes some time, especially if you're not totally bought into <clears throat> Bitcoin or understand how it works and everything. It's like, give yourself, be patient, you know, uh, get that goal 
Um, mm. And, you know, depending on how you approach it and how serious you are about it, you could probably get there faster than you might think. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, you know, d- d- whatever you're going to do, just do it with conviction. Do it with some understanding because if you, you know, come in blind or don't know what you're doing, then, yeah, you're just you're just going to blow yourself up. Right. Not, not think- necessarily financially, but just get confused and frustrated and, and annoyed. Yeah, it's kind of like when uh, when you when Neo first got unplugged, right? And mm-hmm. he's just real. He's just waking up that he's been in a in a lie his entire life. It's just overwhelming, and you know, I think inherently everybody knows that there's something wrong in our current system. People understand that inflation is you know devouring away their purchasing power and their savings and their retirement, but nobody's really sure or wants to really wake up to the notion of why that is. And, you know, when they do, you know, they kind of jump in and then they get hurt or they get burned and then they turn they get turned off to the whole idea. But I, I was having this conversation uh, with a family member a couple of days ago. I said, well, you know, this introduces, like going on a Bitcoin standard reintroduces you to the idea of capitalism, right? You need to build up reserves, you know, in order to do the things you want to do, because right now we live in a world of easy money, which is you know slowly coming to an end where you just take your credit card and swipe, swipe, swipe. And, you know, you get what you want. You know, just in time inventory is nice. But, you know, having to wait and save and you know delay gratification, it's not as easy as it sounds. But, you know, if you do want to make a transition to zero, you you kind of need a surplus, right? You need some reserves in order to actually start. And maybe the best thing to do is, yeah, use Bitcoin as savings. And then when you realize you have enough money in Bitcoin to kind of weather the storms or, you know, you're not afraid to, to kind of dip into it if you need to. Um, yeah, then you can make the transition slowly. I mean, that's how I started off. I mean, 2020 and then, you know, a good part of 2021, that's all I was doing was saving, Right. And then I had an, I had reached a goal. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I think I have enough. I feel comfortable, you know, where I can, you know, start doing things outside of the savings model, uh, and that was helpful. But I think that's the part people miss because we're so used to now and immediately and right away. Yeah, I mean, you see what happens with uh, a lot of people going to college in the last maybe decade or so is that. You know, there's no savings associated with going to college. It costs a lot of money, but they just get, you know, uh, subsidized loans and get the instant gratification of going to college and have to then pay for it later. And then now you're saying, well, I don't understand why I have to pay all these student loans. Well, of course, you know, you don't see the value of that kind of stuff if you didn't have to put up the upfront work for it. Right. And that said, you know, a lot of the college degrees probably don't have much value anymore, but that's a whole nother story. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have an inflation in, in the education system, right? I mean, mm-hmm. what used to take a bachelor, what used to take an associate's now requires a bachelor's and what used to take a, a bachelor's now is a master's and a master's is a PhD. And, you know, even the PhD now requires something a little higher than that. And it's, it's interesting because inflation isn't just you know, on the monetary side either. It's it's everywhere. 
right? right. Like even like crappy jobs, you know, there's a plethora of data entry uh, positions and call centers and customer service lines. And that's not to say that there's no merit there, but I mean, I, I was reading this one in a Business Insider article like months ago, but the majority of jobs out there are just kind of, you know, absolute bullshit and, uh, you know, not needed. And people are slowly waking up to that. I mean, now with unemployment too, people don't want to go back to work, right? It's like, oh yeah, this job sucks. So why I'm, I'm making more on unemployment and, you know, welfare benefits than I, I was working. And what's the point, you know? But I think people continue to keep opening up to the, to the realization that this stuff's kind of falling apart. Just nobody really understands why. Yeah, I mean, we see it all around us. I mean, you go to the, and I've lamented about this on the podcast in the last couple of months, and I'm pretty low maintenance when it comes to like customer service kind of things. Mm-hmm. But man, I go to a brick and mortar store, and the level of service is just terrible. Like even I'm getting frustrated by it. Uh, even I, and and it's not just that you know necessarily have bad employees, which a lot of that is, but there's just not enough people. And yeah, and I think it's funny too because you'd want to say, oh, that this is kind of third world status, right, or like second world status. But if you go to places like in, in Mexico or in Central America, I mean. You have some, I mean, even at McDonald's, they treat you better, right? Mm-hmm. They'll come in and bring you food. They've got their suit and ties on, or at least a bow tie and a, and a you know, penny coat ready to serve, and, and they're happy to take your money. But you go up to a drive through window here, and I mean, you're, you'd you be surprised if they didn't throw your McNuggets at you. Right. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of sad sometimes. <laughs> well, there's no connection between like the, you know, to, to exchange value with money is that, you know, to give up, to give up that value, it, it's, it, you should be doing it because it's providing you something of value and, and it's meaningful. And, and to, to be on the, uh, that other side of the deal, to appreciate that someone's exchanging their, the fruits of their labor and, and the value they've created for whatever you're, you've created you know, it's, it's, it's something that should be pretty meaningful. And so there should be like a good amount of respect, mutual respect for each other when that transaction's going. But when the money doesn't mean anything, then the, the transaction doesn't really mean anything. So like, why not? <laughs> why not just like not care about your customer? Why not not care about whoever's, you know, providing you with the good or service too? Right. Actually, you know, this brings up another Another point of why, like I've been driving my company more and more to to be on a Bitcoin standard, right? And, you know, we're slowly, slowly, but, you know, surely we're trying to put at least 100% of the company's balance sheet to operate completely on Bitcoin. I don't know when that's going to happen, you know, and all, but it goes back to the value proposition. Because, I mean, working, you know, as an animator in the entertainment industry, usually it's a race to the bottom, right? Because it's also a global system, too. You have people that work in, you know, in Central, Southeast Asia, people in Canada, across the pond in Europe and, you know, Eastern Europe. And, I mean, you have different type of price mechanisms and, and everybody's just trying to get service work, Um 
and it's hard for a lot of artists and animators to make a living unless they're working at the big companies, right? Like the Disney's and the Netflix and the Amazon's where they've got, you know, the connections to the money printer and they'll stand to, to benefit. But for the rest of us, it's like, all right, well, you know, we're working on average anywhere between like eight to 10 hours a day. Uh, when it's crunch time, we could find ourselves working anywhere between like 10 to 12 hours a day. And people are getting property, uh, you know, from the work that they're going to go use to sell and make you know, money, you know, into the future and, and all kinds of licensing opportunities. And all anybody else is getting is just fiat, which is depreciating like 2% a month. Right. And so how do you lock in that value? Like you're saying, and that's, that's what really drove me for the business aside from just being able to protect ourselves. It's like, well, how do we secure our value? Right. How do we protect and appreciate the work that's being done by the men and women that, you know, kind of work really hard day in and day out to provide entertainment value for people when, you know, the client is the one who's kind of, they've got the, the best end of the stick and uh, we're getting the brunt end. So that's something where I've been encouraging, you know, our employees to accept Bitcoin payments. We're at like, before it was 50% after the recent, you know, drop in, in the fiat price. Now it's kind of scaled back to about like 30% of the, the workforce accepting Bitcoin. But it's like, look, I'll pay, I'll pay you a little bit more if you accept Bitcoin as payment, I think it's going to serve you better in the long run than fiat is at the moment. And it's just a way for, for myself to show appreciation to the people I work with and the clients that do pay us in Bitcoin. It's like, they understand it too. It's like, Hey, you know, we're trading property for property. You're giving us artistic property. We're giving you some monetary property. It's a, it's a much fairer exchange than the way it used to be. Even just thirty percent of your workforce—that's pretty impressive. That, you, that you're able to pay in Bitcoin—that—that's—that's that's fantastic. Congratulations mm -hmm. on that. Yeah, um, thank you. What? What's like the? Can you talk through the workflow a little bit of like how that works? Sure. Like fiat versus Bitcoin, because a lot of people. Or a lot of us t would tend to think that Bitcoin's complicated or it's more difficult, but I mean, I just have to think just just with me using Bitcoin more in my day to day life, and you know, transferring money around with fiat within the ACH system or wires versus Bitcoin, and once you kind of you know apples to apples a little bit better between mm -hmm. fiat and Bitcoin, you realize just man, the, the fiat's so terrible. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll give you a workflow for us is that, you know, we'll, uh, you know, about, I mean, we actually have payday coming up, you know, rather soon. And so what we'll do is we'll transfer, you know, the portion of, of people who are getting paid in Bitcoin, we'll send their money out, we'll send that money out to the exchange, wait for the funds to clear. And then when funds do clear, we purchase the Bitcoin and then send it out to folks immediately. And what we ended up doing was we established our own uh, lightning uh, network node and we have it with everybody that's working with us. So they're getting paid via lightning. Um, nice. <laughs> and I mean, they just get paid faster. 
Whereas, you know, we're sending stuff through QuickBooks to everybody else who's still on the fiat system and takes them at least 72 hours for their funds to clear. Or if we're doing things via Zelle or PayPal, you know, th there's still a process for them to get it. Um, half my team is based in North America. So ACH and, and PayPal and Zelle transfers are not that difficult, but we have the other half working around the world and it's just easier for us to send Bitcoin payments to them. And, you know, we have prior to them accepting Bitcoin, we tried to give workshops about, okay, here's a wallet that you should try to use. This is what we recommend. Um, here's how you can pay your bills. Here's how you can buy groceries and food. Here's how you can do this and, and any other activity that you're looking for. And this is just based off of my own, uh, my own exploration and experience. So it wasn't just like, oh, yeah, here's a website or, you know, watch this and you'll figure it out. It's like, no, if you guys have questions, you can ask us, you know, we have firsthand experience. We can help troubleshoot. Um, but the people who got paid in Bitcoin for the first time, especially via the lightning network, they're like, yep, uh, this is it. I don't, I don't want to be paid in fiat. This is my preferred method. Please just let's keep this going. And that works. Uh, so we're happy about that. We're, we're trying to encourage everybody to try, I mean, even if it's just taking 10% of their salary in Bitcoin, it's like, that's it's still a step in the right direction. That's awesome. So it wasn't even that everyone that was wanted to be paid in Bitcoin were like Bitcoiners. It was some of them were kind of like, yeah, I'll try this option. Yep. Because like, it was a lot, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a lot simpler for them. And even just like talking to them, you know, via our own, like our internal chat, it's just say, okay, well, send me your Lightning wallet address and or create an invoice and we'll pay it directly. And they got it and like, oh, hey, great. This is this is amazing. Like, I didn't expect that to happen so fast. And it's like, yeah, yeah, no problem. And okay, I need to pay my rent. I need to pay my bill. Um, like, well, oh, I live in Canada. There's a, I forgot the name of the, the company that uh, pay bills. Is the oh, one in Canada. Yeah. yeah, that lets them pay their bills. Um, bit refill recently allows um, bill payment, right? Or just other other avenues like, okay, here's a Bitcoin ATM, you know, it will we'll pay you at least another 10, 15% uh, more than what you're usually getting. So if you're getting paid like 800 a week, we're going to pay you a thousand, you know, and just to help out with the volatility or any, you know, access fees that you might have to deal with when you're going to the ATM, you know? Um, yeah, it's not difficult. It's I think the moment people actually try it out and do it, they'll realize, oh, this is a lot simpler than it seems. Have you found that you've had a have created better relationships with uh, employees and clients when you're trading in Bitcoin? I have uh, because essentially, I mean, you're 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 building, you're helping them to do something that they've never done before. So it's almost like a, like a student teacher kind of relationship where, I mean, you're, you're helping somebody, you're mentoring somebody and they're acquiring new skills and, and knowledge and that's priceless. Right. And uh, out of that, you know, you, you there's a, an incidence where one client wanted to pay us in Bitcoin they weren't entirely sure about the process. And so we're like, okay, well, let's sit down, you know, maybe for 30 minutes and kind of talk you through the process, which then led to, all right, 
you're going to go through this, you know, with an exchange, uh, we can help you out, you know, cons- uh, doing a consultation with you to make sure you're getting everything done right, you know, so helping with the onboarding. And I mean, they've been, they've been repeat customers of ours for about a year now. And then the people that we've shown and taught them about Bitcoin for payments, uh, I mean, yeah, that's, it's a much closer relationship because they kind of see the value that you brought versus, all right, here's your PayPal, see you later. And it's kind of a cold, uh, it's kind of a cold relationship or I don't even know if there is a relationship, but mm-hmm. you can definitely see the difference between, you know, hard money type of uh, transactions and then fiat transactions. The fiat minded individuals are like, just give me my money and then that's it. Whereas the Bitcoin one is like, yep, there's a little bit of learning, but once they get it and they can see the the value behind it, then it's like, all right, you know, we have a much better understanding, a much better relationship. And, you know, we can be a little bit more open and, and talk about the issues and the successes that we've had. And so you're, you're in it together, which I think is really great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's I mean, that's the way business should be. It's a mutual relationship as opposed to just kind of sucking the other one dry of their other resources or whatever um yeah i'm i'm just so excited for bitcoin to start taking over more of the market the monetary market so that we can start having more relationships um like that 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 you appreciate what the other one's doing and and what it means to have a relationship with them um, whether it's a client or an employee or whatever, because uh, it's it's it kind of gets you to the fiat system gets you to a dark place. It's really not good. It's it's really unhealthy in a, in a lot of ways. Uh, so, I do you, I know I think you said nine o'clock was that your cutoff time? Yeah, but the, the missus gave me another ten. So okay, cool. Yeah, when <laughs> when you need to go, just kind of give the word. Um, but, uh, has there been many other businesses that you're aware of that have been doing what you're doing or are you kind of guys kind of blazing the path yourselves? As far as I know in my industry, uh, we're, we're the first ones. Um, we've been talking about it with other studios and businesses and vendors and people kind of give me the side eye or the, the eye roll. And it's like, oh yeah, great. You know? and i'm like well you know i don't really care what you what you feel about it but i mean the the foundation the fundamentals right and the principles behind it it all makes sense and eventually people will will come to see it um and hopefully one day you know we'll be able to transact with with other studios. I know that there's some people I find it interesting is that when we say that we're going to pay people in Bitcoin, we tend to find the Bitcoiners, you know, they come to us and we find them and we're all kind of, Hey, this is great. We've got another one in the midst and uh, it's good, but there's only one other place that I know, like in my area, um, he owns a restaurant. It's called crypto street restaurant. And, you know, his whole thing was to promote crypto right and promote it as as uh, the ability to transact with people and i've been helping him out over the last couple of months with setting up his lightning network node 
helping him out to be able to, you know, convert his menu over to uh, to a point of sale system that can accept lightning and, and non-chain Bitcoin. And he's becoming more and more Bitcoin oriented and less crypto oriented, which is, nice. yeah, which is good. And great. yeah, and then we've been like my company, you know, has been trying to like through our, our, uh, our new Bitcoin meetup, we've been working with our chamber of commerce and our economic development council to help onboard other small businesses in the area because they see it too. Our, our president of the chamber, um, he's all for Bitcoin. He wants to have it implemented into the small businesses in the area. And so that's part of what our meetup is about, is being able to help small businesses and small business owners to get onboarded or at least understand the fundamentals and basics of transacting with Bitcoin. Um, so we had actually had our first meetup a couple of weeks ago. That was really good. We had a really solid turnout. Um, and you know we're, everybody's excited to try and at least onboard another business in, in the city. So we're, we're trying to create a, a circular economy here uh, as best we can. Yeah, I, I mean, that's awesome that not only are you doing it with your own company and your own employees and clients, but you're, you're reaching out to, you know, the local area and trying to build it that way. What do you, I mean, this is, this is a pretty open question. Um, where do you see kind of everything going in the next two to call, say two to three years? Uh, I know that that's, especially in Bitcoin time, that's like, might as well be two to three decades, but um, where, where do you see things in, in kind of your corner of the world um, with Bitcoin and business? Well, I mean, I, from my standpoint, I'm hoping that within the next two years, you know, we're kind of a, a Bitcoin hub, you know, for being able to spend and transact, you know, in, in, everywhere you can. Right. I know New Hampshire is, is kind of known as the crypto Mecca. Um, and I know Miami is known as sort of the the Bitcoin and crypto hub. But that area is kind of, I don't know, there, there's few and far between uh, when it comes to actually using it as, as money. But I'm hoping that within the two years, you know, Bitcoin is as common as using your credit card. That's, that's kind of the aim. Uh, and that's the way I kind of look at it. I don't, I can't really say, you know, kind of off the whim what, what it might be. The only thing I can say is, well, that's the direction I want it to go. And that's where we're going to try to be in two years. Nice. Yeah. No, I think that that's, that's a good answer. I like that. Um, yeah. Can I really kind of control your own, uh, your own path, your own world? So. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that I really found with Bitcoin. I mean, you're you're controlling your money, right? You're controlling your ability to transact and your ability to, you know, just custody of your own livelihood. And I mean, that should give people a, a renewed sense of ownership. Because um, if you're, you feel more in control of your life and yep. your future, I mean, well, now it's yeah, about what do you want to make for your future. Plug pulled. Um, where well, I think I as everybody's right the, now, uh, just the lightning and thunder you know, in the letting background, but somebody else be in charge they're about to get of, slammed of that. Or something, so. Oh, nice. Or maybe Might I'm just been, unique uh, in that one where song. it's like, nope, the only future yeah. I know is the one I make. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, let me make sure. 
he's not the DMs or something. But uh, we're coming up on time anyway. What's it? Um, yeah. Yeah. So if yeah. he if he hops in, yeah. hops back Oops. in, that's great. If not, looks like right, his thing just went offline. That's fine. Um, I was gonna wrap it up for him anyway because we were getting ready to turn into a pumpkin for his ten minutes. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, that his wife gave him. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. just, I think I other than uh, yeah. when we had uh, Kevin on to talk about his seal coating oh, hey. company. Uh, I think it was the first time we had someone Looks on. Like it all went out using Bitcoin just as a business, right? Um, other than us, of course, is LibertyMugs.com. Yeah. We were of, uh, we've been on zero, but <laughs> no. Nah, but in yep. all seriousness, like he's 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 got employees, he's got clients, he's he's so paying sad. people, he's getting paid yeah. in Bitcoin, um, and that's just like some absolutely fantastic work. So mm-hmm. um, his. Uh, Hey guys. Hey guys. Hey. Oh, there you are. Yeah. The, remember I was telling you like we have a storm brewing overhead. Yeah. We were talking about it. <laughs> so finally lightning struck uh, telephone post. Oh, oh wow. So really. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. that's great. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't know where, where we got cut off, but um no, uh, I can't remember either. But uh, I, you're, we were just saying like, hey, we're about at, at your, your time uh, limit. Your ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So I was just about ready to start giving your your plugs, but you're back, so you can uh, you can do that yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I mean, you know, if you guys want to follow me on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at uh, SVZBTC on Twitter. Uh, if you want to check out my company, it's echo-bridge.com. And uh, yeah, that's about it. That's about all my social plugs. Uh, I don't have anything else. Awesome. Well, I, I am working on a sub stack. Uh, it's called Living on Bitcoin. Um, nice. I, st- I tried to start it in early January. But just the way business runs, it's like it, it's really hard to get the time. But I'm going to try to kickstart this off again uh, next month, working on the first article, which kind of gives a big overview of the you know origin stories and then what I've learned in the process. And the whole idea is kind of just a sort of a, a, a blog for the daily stuff that I've done uh, with Bitcoin and things that I've learned and trying to pass down uh, my experiences and the hopes that it helps other people that, you know, want to get on zero as well. Yeah. Very good. Awesome. Yeah. We'll have your, uh, we'll have your links in the show notes page, mcfugal.com slash three eleven. And what we were saying while you were, uh, you were gone for a second was that you're, you're the first person that we've interviewed or talked to on the get on zero thing that has really incorporated Bitcoin in, in a pretty significant way. Um, as far as in like your day-to-day business operations, we had a uh, Kevin from all out seal coding, you know, they have Bitcoin on their balance sheet and they do a Bitcoin bonus for their employees, but, um, it's actually getting paid in Bitcoin from your clients or. Yeah. Yeah. You, you use it in much, uh, much more regular way. We'll say it. 
Um, we, I mean, this is kind of a short episode and, and we got to let you go, but I mean, we'd love to have you on again and maybe we can talk about kind of the, maybe the nuts and bolts of exactly, you know, what, how, how it works. That, that's one of the questions I think a lot of people have is that, Hey, it's one thing to kind of hold a Bitcoin balance and use, uh, use one of these apps to help you get on zero, but running a business is a, is a little bit more complicated. So just how you, uh, how do you manage all that? If you're willing to, to do something like that at some point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's, uh, always happy to share that one. So awesome. All right. Well, Esteban, thank you again so much for uh, coming on and, uh, working, working through some of the audio issues and having a lightning storm trying to strike us down, but we, uh, we overcame and, uh, this is a, this this is a great little episode. We appreciate you coming on. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening. Yep. Have a good yep. one. Thank you. Thanks for listening. We will catch you next week. Peace.